0: You looking for some rotten cotton? I'm a woman. That's okay. Yeah, that's even better. Got a good time for you. You two of the most decorated offices in this department. What do you see? Looks like a rubber gone wrong to me. This wasn't a robbery. This was a hit. <laughs> Someone out there is killing puppets. Carrie. What? Have a little respect for the dead. I must watch Gonna catch the bastards who did these murders His bodies are gonna start piling up. You're one of the best damn cops I've ever seen. Oh, uh, well, you're in the bag of shit yourself. I... I'm i not sure if I was supposed to say thank you to that. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, the host with the most Val Cisco, bringing you another great edition of At the Movies. Always brought to you by. Sideshow Conversations Today's episode, we're going to be focusing on a movie that's caused a lot of controversy With the trailers that kind of popped up this summer And now, let's kind of get into it This is The Happy Time Murders It's a film that was released, of course, on August 24th, 2018 And it is a dark comedy crime film directed by Brian Henson And was written by Todd Berger The film stars Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, Joel McHale, Elizabeth Banks, and Bill Beretta. The plot follows a world where Muppets and humans coexist and a joint police force that must solve the recent murder spree of retired sitcom stars. The film was first announced in 2008 by the Jim Henson Company, The production studio of Muppets creator Jim Henson, various actors including Cameron Diaz, Katherine Heigl, and Jamie Foxx were all approached to star before McCarthy signed on in May 2017. The filming began in Los Angeles that September and involved the use of over 120 puppets. The release marks the film's debut of the Henson Alternative Banner. Uh, Basically, this is the Jim Henson company that specializes in adult content. Of course, The Happy Time Murders was released, like I said, on August 24th, 2018 by, I want to say this correctly, STX Films. (laughs) It received generally unfavorable reviews from critics who felt it was a waste of the integrity of the Muppets characters. Now, what can I say about this movie right here? It's a very ballsy effort, and I definitely see what they were trying to do here. But um, it did catch everybody's attention, especially when those first trailers hit this year. Everybody was losing their minds. You had people saying, oh, Jim Henson's rolling in his grave right about now, that how dare you use Muppet characters in this kind of satire of film. In my opinion, it caught my attention because I thought it was funny. I thought this was going to be the next breakout adult film that... Kind of blurs a line between our childhood fantasies and oh, as we are as adults today. So needless to say, it, it did catch my attention um, amongst other people as well too. And when I went to see this film, I had decent expectations because I'm a sucker for these films, uh, Cool World or things like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. You know, films like that that kind of blur animation. Or puppeteering all together into one crazy film Always kind of sparks my attention just a tad bit So let's kind of get into the plot of the movie just a tad bit Um, In a world where puppets coexist with humans But are uh, reviled by humans and considered inferior Phil Phillips is a puppet who lives in Los Angeles And was the first puppet cop of the LAPD before being fired Now working as a private eye with his human secretary, Bubbles, (laughs) Phil is approached by a puppet named Sandra and is hired to find out who has been blackmailing her. While looking for a lead at the puppet-owned porn shop, yep, puppet-owned porn shop, Phil goes to the back to check the records. When Phil's gone, an unknown attacker comes in and kills every puppet present. And it is revealed one of the customers, (laughs) Bumbly Pants, (laughs) is a cast member of the Happy Tang Gang, a popular puppet sitcom from the 1990s that was due to go into syndication. So, like I was saying right there, we kind of follow this main puppet. Uh, Fantastic, played by Beretta. You know, he has that kind of cocky... I wanna say New York beat cop kinda of persona. You know, you wanna think of like real like disgruntled cops with a with an attitude and a chip on their shoulder, you're gonna get that type. You know what? He's doing his best, I wanna say um just disgruntled cop i want to say like a sin city bruce willis um <laughs> meets um a dirty harry in a way it's it's fun it's fun to see there um and of course bubbles play played by maya rudolph she's just fantastic to me she steals the show her interactions with the puppets is just fantastic After the LAPD arrived at the crime scene, Phillips meets up with his former partner, Detective Connie Edwards, with whom he has had a falling out with. Twelve years ago, Edwards was being held at gunpoint by a puppet criminal, and Phil tried to shoot him, but missed and hit an innocent puppet, killing him in the front line in front of his daughter as well, too. The thug shot Edwards, but... She killed him before she got away. The gunshot wound, get this, people, nearly um, made a fatal, um, basically a fatality with Edwards, who was left almost to die, but since she was shot in the liver, (laughs) we see, of course, Phil Phillips bring her to a puppet-only hospital in which... She gets a transplant with a puppet liver So now she's very disgruntled For the fact that she's neither human now Nor puppet She's right in the middle And this was screaming It was screaming the Muppet movie Am I a man or am I a Muppet They have parts like that in this movie That kind of were nodding to that Not essentially there But it was nodding to it Which had me giggle a couple of times So right then and there we have our story, a murder mystery, a couple of leads, two cops that are, well, one private eye and one cop, who are at odds with each other, and, I don't know, it it, it, it seemed like a, a story that I've seen many times before. So, here's my rundown of this movie. Very ambitious, but me, I was expecting the sausage party this year, and as much as people, you know, like to laugh... At Sausage Party for being too grotesque I found it very refreshing As an amb- ambitious film itself It's a very smart film And you know what it plays off other films As well too This right here It did not feel that original um, And I, I know I said that <laughs> Sausage Party kind of plays off other films But it did feel original This did not I feel like we've seen this in different movies Or cartoons Or or I got I want to say segments and like, Saturday Night Live and things of that nature, you know, if we didn't have things like Avenue Q, if we didn't have, you know, like, things that came out like Crank Yankers back in the day, I felt like this would have been more effective, but the fact that we've seen puppets do R-rated comedy already, you know, hell, Team America is one movie that has focused this entire uh, plot point with... Horrible looking puppets doing sex scenes And making vulgar accusations to people So This is really nothing new Now I'm not going to knock the puppeteering The puppets look great in this movie Whether it's a mix of puppeteering and CGI animation Whether it's people in full puppet suits You know It was top notch Hence in quality And I can see where they did put a lot of love and care into this But as I said before, it really wasn't anything new. Uh, I know people were shocked when they saw the commercials of Melissa McCarthy you know, talking to a Muppet saying, I'll suck your dick, and yeah, it grabbed people's attention, but at the same token, I just feel like it wasn't pushed hard enough. To me, yes, there's some pretty R-rated parts in this show, in this movie, but I do feel that it could have been pushed a little bit harder a little bit more edgier, and had a better story. I felt like we weren't sold on the story enough. The character of Melissa McCarthy, I thought that we were going to have more of a buddy cop aspect with the puppet. And yeah, they're at odds at first, and later on in the movie, of course, they band together to take down the criminal. But I do feel like if we would have had that to start, It'd been a little bit more welcoming, this felt like you know Bitchy McCarthy just ragging on puppets like almost like a puppet racist, if you will, and uh, I just I don't know, I didn't care for it that much, I didn't care for the borderline racist humor as well too that was in this movie, um you know, especially when characters are blue and like oh you're you're blue, so you know. Yeah, kind of making, like, black accusations in a way. So I see what they were doing. They were trying to have some kind of satire, but it just it, it wasn't clicking with me personally. Um, I do like the story with the Happy Time uh, sitcom, the Happy Time Gang. That was hilarious seeing, you know, a mix of puppet, puppets and um, humans alike where one human was, like, the oddball and the rest were puppets. It did remind me like, a reverse alpha in a way. So that was fun to see and then see how... You know, their story from being, you know, this great sitcom in the 90s, um, and now how they're basically all crashing and burning and relying on syndication to pay them all handsomely well. That was kind of fun to see as well, too. A play on things like Family Matters or, um,. All the sitcom shows, um, oh, if you want to look at Full House and things of that nature, Alf, if you will, too. It was playing on all of that stuff, so some real-life stories were happening in this uh, that you can mirror right now to actors that are dealing with this kind of stuff today. But, like I said, it's like a movie we've seen already. A story that's really not original. Um, fun parts that I could really talk about in this movie... Um, the drug part, there's a part where they go into this back alley and they're doing like crystal meth cocaine, but it's like all pure sugar. So that's hilarious. It's like cocaine mixed with like sugar crystals, and you know, seeing Melissa McCarthy just, you know, really take at that and just become like a fiend for that it was pretty fun to see. Um,. Uh, maybe just the music in general, and how puppets just kind of want to sing and dance, and getting smacked around for that—that that was kind of funny, a tad bit. But like I said, um, I don't know. Things like Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of blended that a lot better. And I don't know. Maybe that movie's just a classic to me. I'm very nostalgic to that movie of just mixing like Disney and Warner Brother characters with real life anime, um, real life actors. It kind of gave me something new, and this movie. I see was trying to push that envelope, but it didn't. Um, uh, Some bad stuff. Um, I felt like it was just treading waters and treading waters. I felt like we saw all the crazy jokes from the commercials. Um, The crazy sex scene with Sandra Phillips in the office. That was kind of ruined already in the commercial. I know that was a high selling point to say that this is an X-rated. Well, R-rated, close to X-rated film. But at the end of the day... It it was just there. It didn't hit me the way it hit me in the commercial. So seeing it there, I was just like, ah, eh, okay, that happened. But nothing really came close to that. After that, that was really about it. We got one scene where they go to the porn shop and um, a lot of these um, crazy stuff are happening in the back end of the porn shop. We see a cow getting milked and it looks like he's getting jerked off and the milk's like spraying all over the place. But still, it's like... It's in the back, you can't really see it that well It's insinuated, so it's not that crazy Um, I do say that the, um The sex scene was probably the most hardcore part about this Everything else I didn't care about Puppets getting blown off, shotguns to the head And fluff is coming around it was kind of funny But, uh, to me it wasn't laugh out loud Um, uh, voice acting was great All the voice acting in this show was fantastic This movie, excuse me, this movie was fantastic um you know little tidbits here and there little small little jokes from muppet movies or from um past disney movies past nods easter eggs like that that was fun um the runtime time of this movie was about 91 minutes you know uh, the budget was about 40 million to 47 million dollars and the box office only hit 21.5 million so far so i don't know if you want to call that an okay uh viewing at the movie theaters um i think people were just interested but after seeing it once i don't think you need to see it again in my opinion um You know, like I said, there's a great cast. You know, uh, I didn't mention um, everybody else, but a couple of things with Joe McHale, a special agent Campbell. You know, a stern, arrogant FBI agent, but we've seen his character like that in other shows and movies before, so he was nothing new. Elizabeth Banks, she was fun. You know, the Happy Time murders only human. uh, Sorry, the Happy Time gangs only human in that show, um, and where she is now is like a stripper that was kind of fun to see, even though, you know, she's not doing any nude, uh, or nudity, uh, which I don't care for, whatsoever, but, uh, it's just, she was just fun to see, she's always a breath of fresh air, uh, she always brings a light to a scene, or to a movie, so she was nice to see, but at the same time, her character went through a major turn toward the end, which I didn't care for whatsoever, it didn't even make sense in my opinion. Um, Leslie David Baker, man, uh, <laughs> getting out of office and becoming Lieutenant Bannon, a police lieutenant who is who is edwards superior and who yes he is edwards superior doesn't care for edwards whatsoever uh he's more into phil phillips being that best damn detective he's ever seen even though he's not a detective anymore he's more of a private eye um essentially the same things it's just ones paid by the government ones not um but he was fun to see in the scenes you know but he was very pained by numbers as well, too. Um, Michael McDonald was hilarious. Um, um, Jimmy O'Yang was hilarious. Ryan Gole was hilarious. Bel- uh, ben Falcone as Donnie, an LAP- uh, LAPD agent. Desk worker was funny as well, too. I mean, there's some funny people in this. Of course, you have some classic characters in this as well, too. Um, I'm probably going to mess up his name. Alan uh, Thrantman plays the octopus and brian henson himself plays a crab a crab that talks to melissa mccarthy saying that she probably had crabs before so give a kiss over here so that was kind of funny some cool little parts right there but like i said nothing was really hitting the mark for me um so let's kind of get into it right here um, on, uh, on a review on Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. The film holds an approval of a 23% based on 192 reviews with an average rating of 3.9 out of 10. The website's critical consensus reads Happy Time Murders, Wastes, Integrity, and its premise on basically witless comedy. And blindly pushes buttons instead of attempting to tell an entertaining story, which I agree with. I feel like the story was very paint-by-numbers, and it was just trying to captivate you with stupidity and outlandish humor, which I kind of feel like I didn't care for. Like I said, um, the character, Bubbles... uh, played by Rudolph she was fantastic she stole every scene her character I felt maybe developed a little bit more you know we saw her from a desk, desk jockey at first as someone who can pick locks toward the end of the movie and very resourceful that was fun to see um to me myself it, it's a crazy movie I do see that in May 2018 um the Sesame Workshop the organization behind the production of the television series Sesame Street filed a lawsuit against STX Productions for using the trademark in the film. They had no involvement with, with that, including the tagline No Sesame All Street. They allegedly, uh, basically, um, were charging uh, the Happy Time Murders production for stealing the, the tagline with that um, and promoting uh, a children's program with adult humor and adult comedy, which kind of would smear the name of Sesame Street. Um, STX issued a statement, um, indicating their persistence to keep the marketing from the film unchanged. On May 30th, 2018, the lawsuit was rejected by the pressing judge for the case with STX, um, basically, uh, issuing a brief statement to, um, the media afterwards. And basically, this press uh, statement said, We're fluffing love... Well, let me try to read this one more time. We fluffing love Sesame Street, and we're obviously very pleased with the ruling reinforced what STX's intention was from the very beginning, to honor the heritage of Jim Henson's company, previous awarding creations while drawing a clear distinction between the Muppets or Sesame Street characters and the new world Brian Henson and the team created. We believe we accomplished that with a very straightforward No Sesame All Street tagline. We look forward to continue Happy Times as we prepare to release Happy Time Murders this summer. So, There definitely is issues right now with that puppeting world, whether it's uh, the traditional Jim Henson studios, whether it's Sesame Street. There's a lot of craziness because, of course, you look at these puppets, they're very iconic. And, you know, the style is very iconic as well, too, how they look. So, you know, you're going to have a child who gravitates to a commercial like this. Like, oh, my God, there's Elmo in this movie probably. They go to see this and, whoop, there you go. You got uh, a cum shot coming at you. So I can see how um, it's a parent's job at this moment in time, their obligation to say no to this movie. I can see where there's confusion happening. All in all. My personal opinion, Uh, if you want to give this um, a 1 to 5 rating right now, I would definitely give it maybe a 3.5. I give it something you can taste. I give it something that you can go see this movie, but you're probably not going to go watch it again. Is it experience? Not so much. Um, Like I said, I really thought this was going to be the the sausage party of 2018, but it really wasn't. It really was just a, a decent movie. Uh, I, I'm hoping that the Henson Alternative brand still sticks, and we try to see some different creativity come out of this, um, this production, um, this, this new, this new team trying to do adult humor for puppets, um, maybe this wasn't the direction to go, in my opinion, maybe we could have done something a little bit more different, and I hope they do, um, so, that's really about it, gang, um, 3.5. See it if you want, but you can wait till it comes out on HBO or <laughs> Showtime next year, and you'll probably be happy to see it at home. I'm not saying you wasted a couple of bucks in the theater to watch this movie. Um, anyway, guys, that's really it about for me there. If you guys want to get at me, I'm on Twitter at Val Cisco, uh, Instagram at Val Cisco, and Sideshow Conversations is also on Instagram at that name, also on Facebook at Sideshow Conversations. You can reach us. At Sideshow Conversations on Anchor, a great app, I'm doing it right now. If you guys want to contribute to this podcast whatsoever, if you're longtime fans of it, if you're listening from the beginning, if you're just catching on and say, you know what, that dude deserves a dollar, on Anchor, if you go to the top of the page, there is a donation, like a Patreon, if you will dollars to the podcast if you want to hell if you want to do 50 cents to the podcast go for it hell if you want to be generous enough and put five dollars for p- production value go for it as well too uh, I'm not asking for anything i keep this free as much as possible it's free on anchor it's free on itunes and of course it's on spotify as well too so guys get at me if you're interested in talking about the happy time murders and you thought it was the most hysterical thing in the world let me know let me know what you found funny about it Uh, If you found it appalling, let me know as well, too. I think this is um, a fun movie to talk about with your friends around, you know, the water cooler and just saying, hey, I saw this crazy movie this weekend. Um, But at the end of the day, it may be forgotten in the next year or so. So that's kind of harsh to say. I do want to see that team kind of make something different. But, alas, this is where we stand. Anyway, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this uh, review. And as always, stay real, stay cool, stay sexy.